This is Angus. Welcome to Angus's Appendices, a Kirby's Kids one-shot. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening. Today, we're going to explore the power of Shazam. Say the word. Feel the power. First monthly issue featuring the original Captain Marvel. March 1995. The Power of Shazam, Volume 1, March 1995's writers Jerry Ordway, penciler Mike Krauss, and inker Mike Manley. Let's engage in a little creative chatter and get to know our writer, Jerry Ordway, and our artists, Peter Krauss and Mike Manley. Whoever is this artist and this writer, I must meet them. Creative chatter. Since breaking through into comics industry in the early 80s, Jerry Ordway has gained a reputation as one of the industry's great multifaceted craftsmen. He's an artist artist, as adept at portraying emotion and expression as he is at illustrating intergalactic action sequences. He's a world-class penciler, a respected writer, and well-renowned for his inking and painting work. He's contributed to some of the most influential and best-selling superhero stories in history, and his work on Superman and Shazam over the course of a decade defined DC's two mightiest heroes for a generation of readers. He got his start in Milwaukee, and growing up was a huge fan of both DC and Marvel Comics. He started illustrating pieces for various fanzines and prozines, including such noted publications as Fantafolio, the comic reader, the comics journal, and Mike Grunewald's Omniverse. Toward the end of the 70s, he began taking on assignments from Western Publishing, producing art for Golden's line of activity books featuring Marvel and DC characters. In 1980, DC Comics held a talent search at a convention in Chicago. Ordway attended in hopes of landing a gig with the company and after showing them his samples, including some of his golden pages, contacts were exchanged, and soon thereafter, he received his first assignment, inking a Carmine Infantino story in Mystery in Space, number 117. And by the beginning of 1981, accepted an offer to become a full-time DC freelancer. Before long, he became one of DC's standby artists, becoming a regular inker for Roy Thomas's All-Star Squadron series, co-creating and penciling the spin-off series Infinity Inc., and contributing to various annual anthologies and special projects. After hopping over to Marvel in 1985 to work on John Byrne's run on Fantastic Four, he returned to DC the next year as anchor for the seminal Crisis on Infinite Earths series, joining forces with Marv Wolfman and George Perez to reset the entire DC universe. Following that, he set to work establishing a new status quo for the last son of Krypton on the ongoing adventures of Superman series. For the next seven years, Ordway would go on to be one of the primary guiding forces behind the Man of Steel, contributing story and art to both ongoing titles, and playing a major role in events including Clark Kent's revelation of his secret identity to Lois Lane, Clark and Lois's subsequent engagement, and the best-selling and much-ballyhooed Death of Superman and World Without a Superman storyline. Ordway's portrayal of Superman was marked by a mix of high-concept action and quiet character development, an innate affinity for the character's central truth and justice ideals, and a willingness to experiment and incorporate unexpected elements in his stories, even going so far as to cite Jack Kirby's approach to Superman in his 1970s 
Jimmy Olsen work as a central influence. This was an unusual reference point in an era when opinions on Kirby's 70s output were far more mixed than they are today. He also continued to handle other high-profile assignments. He drew the fan-favorite comic adaptation of the 1989 Batman film, a job where his skill for capturing likenesses truly shone and played a part in another DC Universe redefining event when he inked the five-issue zero-hour limited series. Ordway's next high-profile assignment was reviving and redefining the original Captain Marvel, beginning with 1994's The Power of Shazam graphic novel, a 96-page hardcover that he both wrote and painted the full artwork for. Then, with an ongoing series of the same name that enjoyed a four-year run and served as a welcome counterpoint to the pervading atmosphere of the superhero market in that era being neither grim and gritty nor gimmick-driven. And that, of course, is what we're reviewing today. The series did an admirable job, blending personally driven drama and large-scale superheroes with just a part bit of sincere silliness and gaining a devoted audience in the process. Through the 90s and 2000s, Ordway continued to work for a variety of publishers as both artist and writer, launching his co-creation Wildstar in a four-issue miniseries at Image, illustrating issues of U.S. Agent and The Avengers for Marvel, teaming with Walt Simonson for an arc on Wonder Woman, drawing a brave and the bold storyline for Mark Wade, taking on some penciling assignments for Wildstorm and America's Best Comics, and making regular returns to the Superman family of titles. So indeed, he has blazed quite the trail. Now let's move over to our artists. Peter Krauss is a one-person shop specializing in storyboards, concept, illustration, and marker comps. Peter's a graduate of the University of Minnesota with a BA in both journalism and studio arts. For 10 years, he was a full-time artist for DC Comics. Peter drew Captain Marvel, Superman, and other DC superheroes. He was the layout artist for the series Star Trek The Next Generation, Metropolis, Special Crimes Unit, and The Power of Shazam. Peter was also a guest artist on the series Adventure of Superman, Superboy, Birds of Prey, and Secret Files. Since the mid-1990s, Peter has worked with a number of advertising agencies and production in America. His work includes storyboards, print concepts, layouts, billboard designs, interior retail concepts, and depictions of promotional events. Now let's move over to Mike Manley. Mike Manley has worked as an artist for major publishers as Manley with writers Danny Fingeroff and Tom DeFalco, co-created in 1991 the Dark Hawk series, which he drew for the first half of its run. He also contributed to other comic book titles such as Batman, Quasar, Captain America, Marvel Universe, and the book we're reviewing today, The Power of Shazam. His extensive bibliography in comics books includes a large number of short runs and fill-in issues on a wide variety of titles. In his run in the Batman series, Manley was one of the artists of Batman number 500, in which the character Azrael replaced Bruce Wayne as Batman. He drew the series during the Night's End storyline and the Zero Hour Crisis in Time crossover. In 1995, Manley formed Action Planet Inc. as a home to publish his own comics and ideas, starting with the anthology Action Planet Comics featuring his character Monster Man. In early 1996, he founded ActionPlanet.com, which has grown to include his award-winning online comic Girl, G-I-R-L Patrol. In 2007, while primarily working as a teacher, Manley illustrated a new secret agent Corrigan story for the Swedish publisher Egmont Publishing. Let's go a little deeper and enter into our literary aisle, where we will review The Power of Shazam, Say the Word, Feel the Power, Volume 1, March 1995. Arr, land ho. 
There's our literary aisle. Now that we're on our literary aisle, let's take a deeper dive into the power of Shazam. Say the word, feel the power. This particular issue was a most enjoyable read. It not only had a lot of heart, but also quite a bit of humor. The title for Volume 1 is Things Change, and essentially this is a story of Billy Batson coming into his own, understanding his role as Shazam, and what indeed it means to have all of these powers. We open up with a scene of the dedication of the Wayne Technology Building. Sinclair Batson comes in and is there at the dedication. It is the scene of a horrific event where there is a bomb set off bringing down the building. Very quickly, Billy Batson, as Shazam, swings into action, saves Sinclair Batson, as well as some others from the smoldering building. In the aftermath of this particular event, Billy ends up being late for school. It is also the introduction to Mr. Dudley, which this is the Uncle Dudley character, but carried over into a new context for this Power of Shazam series. This Mr. Dudley character is essentially the person looking out for Billy as he is facing his daily challenges in school and really looking out for his well-being. Billy makes his way back to school and is late for class, but at that particular moment, Mr. Dudley steps in and explains to his teacher why Billy was late to class. Mr. Dudley's position at the school is that of a fix-it repairman or a custodian. Billy is bailed out of that particular predicament and continues on his day. Meanwhile, we cut to the scene for the perpetrators that went ahead and brought down that Wayne Technologies building as they're being paid off for their particular assignment. Then we cut to Sinclair Batson and the interaction between the father, Ebenezer Batson, and what they are discussing back and forth with respect to making Fawcett City better and bringing it into the modern era. Billy quickly leaves school and he has Mr. Dudley in pursuit of him, wanting to catch up with him. Mr. Dudley is fully aware of Billy Batson's secret, and that being the ability to turn into Shazam. At that particular time, Mr. Dudley ends up having a heart episode, and very quickly, Billy transforms into Shazam to get Mr. Dudley to the hospital in time. He then goes ahead and changes into an ensemble for a formal affair that he attends that is being thrown by Sinclair Batson. Sinclair, at the time in which he was rescued from the fallen building, provides Shazam with a, a business card to be able to follow up to attend evening event. So as Captain Marvel slash Shazam, Billy shows up to this particular event, but instead of being in costume, is actually in a formal tux attire. At that particular time, he is pursued by another recognizable character, none other than Butia Belabors. And this is a character from the earlier Shazam origin stories. So this makes for an interesting little exchange because again, this Butia 
ends up being Butea Savannah. And she is quite attracted to the Captain Marvel figure. But of course, Billy Batson, the boy, is inside the man. It makes for some wonderful and rather comedic awkwardness in this particular scene. So what ends up happening is Billy ends up getting a vision. And it's from none other than Shazam. Shazam says to Billy that he is not utilizing power the way he had granted it to him. He says, this is why you accepted my power to go off on such foolhardy pursuits. This is your idea of important work being at this formal occasion. You drag me to the Rock of Eternity just to lecture me on what is important work, cries Billy. I've been doing this job on top of keeping up with schoolwork. I'm just some kid, but I've got this responsibility and these amazing So there's this huge confrontation between Shazam and Captain Marvel slash Billy. So essentially Shazam declares that since you're not taking your job and your powers seriously, I'm going to take them away from you. And he indeed goes ahead and does that, basically transforming Billy from being the Captain Marvel character in a tux to being the kid Billy Batson showing up now at this formal event where he is promptly escorted out. While this happens, an incident happens where a bomb is set off at this event. A subsequent raging fire ensues. The comic leaves us with a cliffhanger, trying to find out who the arson fiend is and why would they go about creating this mayhem at this particular formal event. This, again, was a most enjoyable read. The art was fantastic. I really enjoyed perusing through and going back again to take a look at how the Shazam character was rendered and with what level of detail was paid to the particular panels. All of them were exquisitely done. Again, I'm a big facial feature person. Uh, a lot of it conveying great deep emotion and depth. The action sequences were fun. There was a lot of action throughout this particular story from the skyscraper coming down to then the explosion and the fire happening at the formal event. I would say that the issue was very true to the existing or established stories of the Shazam origin, but it also embraced a new theme. That new theme being more of a blend of seriousness with the whimsical and being comedic, but also heartfelt at the same time, truly getting into the conflict that exists within Billy Batson of the full-blown responsibility of being Shazam slash Captain Marvel, and then that of just being a kid, having to show up to school and do well at school and tackle the everyday. It's quite the contrast and something that I'm sure anyone in real life should they have had these powers would be struggling with. I really felt that Ordway did an outstanding job of conveying that not only through Billy to the reader, but also between the interactions of Billy Batson and Mr. Dudley, and then ultimately the confrontation with Shazam himself, who then revokes those powers from Billy. That was a great, great, great series in conflict. And one where you get emotionally drawn seeing both sides. You're understanding the true conflict that Billy's having to deal with while also understanding Shazam's 
seriousness behind bestowing these powers to Billy and needing him to step up to the plate. I would recommend this comic to all ages. It really is a fantastic. I think it strikes the right balance and tones. The artwork is of the time. It's a great 90s comic. It has exquisite detail in there. I really feel you're not shortchanged in any panel whatsoever. The colorings and the inkings were all great. I truly found this to be a really fantastic read and understand why the power of Shazam became as popular as it did in the 1990s and would go on to define the character for the modern day comics reader. So that's it, folks. We'd love to hear your impressions once you have read Power of Shazam, Volume 1, March 1995. Please send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com or drop us a message through the Anchor app or send us an mp3 file if you've got a larger or longer take. Shazam!